finish last Should've known that Gave you my heart And you fucked around And broke that So sad Pretty girls are What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Guest House Podcast. I know you guys are all freaking out. Said, "Hey, where are the episodes from last week? Where's the Monday episode? Where's the Tuesday episode?" Well, here I gave you guys. I'm giving you guys three episodes this week. All right. So, um, our first guest that we got this week, Keone. If you guys know, Hello. if you guys know Kiana Key, she's done a couple episodes, but. This is a little more. Oh, this is gonna give me hot water. This is a little more talented sibling. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I'll hear about that. Don't. Okay. She don't listen to these like that. <laughs> uh, welcome on. So, I guess how how old are you? I'm 19. I just turned 19 uh, last month. So. God, yep. if you guys if you guys have never seen, um, Keone's work, oh, it's honestly like it's next level. Whew. It's pretty dope. It's insane. Thank you. So you, Thank you. um. You did some travel stuff too, right? Because I remember there was one day where I was hanging out with Key, and yeah. she was just like, "Yeah, my brother's just going to Washington." I was mm-hmm. like, "What the hell do you mean, just going to Washington?" Yeah, so I mean, I don't know if I would call it traveling. It's more of just like adventures. Mm-hmm. They're more spontaneous than anything. We don't, we I go with my friends, but we don't really plan it. Yeah, it's just like maybe we want to go on a road trip to the beach, or um, in that case, that we went to Washington. That was mainly a spontaneous mm-hmm. trip. My friend called me one day. He was like, yo, you want to go to Washington? And uh, like, I wasn't doing anything. So I said. How did you guys go for? Uh, we went for four days. Four days, yeah. Just random. Or did you guys stay in like a hotel or stay in the we car? We stayed in a hotel. But there was four of us. So mm-hmm. it wasn't. We split all the costs. I think it would be pretty, so pretty easy. It was pretty cheap. Yeah. So, I mean. That's insane. Yeah. It's kind of like a. Do you have, like, any, like, people you look up to when it comes to, like, videos and stuff? Like, YouTube-wise or, like, director-wise, oh, yeah, stuff totally. like that? I mean, my style is kind of like a mix of all my uh, idolized creators. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to watch, I still do watch it, but um, I love Casey Neistat. I yeah, love, I get I get a very high, big Casey Neistat vibe from your videos. Maybe if I'm going for, like, a vlog, then I'll, I'll use some of his techniques, and then... Mm-hmm. I love David Dobrik. Yeah, his humor. He just posted a new new video, by yeah. the way. I was in like a he hasn't posted in a super long time, so I was really I was, excited I was on it. that. And then there are a couple more like um, uh, like more artsy filmmakers because mm-hmm. obviously Casey and David they're more of just like for content, like yeah. vlog content. But I also love to do like cinematic filming, mm-hmm. and um, I have a couple like. Uh, Craig Adams, he's into like a lot of simple, simple um, life and yeah. film stuff. So I look up to them and I just kind of combine all their. Mm-hmm. A little bit of Casey, a little bit of yeah. Craig, a little bit yeah. of David. Yeah. Yeah. What I like about Casey Neistat videos is that it's like David Dobrik says are just insane. It's like, hey, here, here are three different segments all. Right. Right. Jump cuts, no transition, anything. It's just like, bam, bam, bam. Where Casey uh-huh. Neistat's like, I'll have to go downtown to, you know, to downtown New York to go see like I want to watch like his old apartment, and he's like skating, but then he puts like his camera set up and right. he goes back and does that. And so, I know like, do you ever do those kind of transitions where it's like, set the camera up first and then redo everything you just did? You know, I've, gosh, like that's almost such a cliche thing to do and i mean it's not not in like a bad way Mm -hmm. but 
it's just whenever you think of vlog, that's what you think of. But for me, it's just that's a lot of work to. It's an insane amount of work to, to like do that, and you know sometimes I just. I don't want to have to have, like, the burden of filming, mm-hmm. um, especially whenever I'm with my friends and stuff. So that's whenever I lean more towards, like, a David Dobrik style, just whenever quick. I'm just holding my camera and I'm just, like, recording all my friends. Mm-hmm. And it's it's more natural yeah. in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know I, that's one of the big things I struggled with when I was... Because I, would, I, would, I was vlogging for a while last right. year. I kind of didn't get inspired by David Dobrik to not record. I literally had nothing to record. Like, I had nothing interesting going right, on. Right, Um But I would realize there are some moments where, like, I'd be rec- I'd be recording and stuff, and I'd be so not in the moment that I feel like I'd miss out on a moment. Do you ever have stuff like that happen to you where it's, like, you're recording so you don't feel like you're in the moment kind of mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah, no. Whenever I first started fil- filming, like, uh, with my friends and stuff, I definitely realized that, in a way holding my camera and like recording mm-hmm. and me focusing on trying to get all these different shots and stuff it, it was actually kind of taking away from yeah. that moment and I think I have since then learned how to film but also find a balance at the same time yeah and still like be just being like to... right here just like exactly. in the moment but then you're like yeah 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 Dude, that's nice yeah uh no it gets it gets crazy so one of the other things I've always I've always wanted this so I met you at initially, like the first time I like got to like, actually meet you was at one of Key's parties, right. and you were just walking around taking pictures of people <laughs> on video. Yeah. What 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 do you do? Like, do you do anything with those, or are those just sitting somewhere? Or what? Is, like, what do you? Oh my gosh, I have five hard drives that have. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so I I've been taking my camera to school every day mm-hmm. too. Like whenever I was in uh, high school, I took my camera to school with me every day. And it wasn't necessarily that I was bringing it for content. It was just like, just to have Here it. Here it is kind of thing. Yeah. And um, at that party, I, obviously, it was just like all the other times. I just had it. And I mean, I just loved taking pictures and videos. So the idea of just saving those memories, mm-hmm. um, it's just, you can't get it with anything else. Did you ever jump on the uh, disposable hype? Oh, gosh, yeah. Right after David Dobrik yeah. <laughs> posted his first video with a disposable, I probably spent, like, $80 on, like, yeah. a million disposables. And uh, right now, uh, I actually have all those printed out, and my room is covered with oh. all the printed pictures. That's so sick. So it's That's... like a wall of photos. It's really cool, though. See, I, like, I just got... Uh... I feel like I hopped on the trend very late because I like just had, I just got a few, but I was just like, I got it forgetting the fact that David did it. Obviously okay, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard not to realize that like, it's weird that David Dobrik put disposables back on the map. Yeah, no. It's, because everyone's like, why would I want a disposable camera if I have right. my phone, you know? Mm-hmm. But his reasoning behind it was like genius, you know? It's crazy. Yeah. He started like a whole wave. Because now everyone has a disposable it's a trend now. yeah it's a trend. someone has like a zay's disposables instagram you yeah know? but um crazy. i was i was with my friends one day it was like a family dinner and uh they pulled like pictures out like scrapbooks yeah and i was just like damn like i want i want to remember some of the fun stuff that mm-hmm. i did you know because i have everything for when i was seven but right. what about when i'm like 20 and stuff like that and so i think 
the disposables idea, getting back into it is like dope. Yeah, almost it's like different whenever you're able to have like something tangible mm-hmm. rather than like a picture in your camera roll. Yeah, you know, like that's why scrapbooks are like picture frames are probably more uh, sentimental to people. Mm-hmm. Um, is because it's like it's there, it's physical, you know. And I think so that's that's what a lot of people like about it. Yeah. So, so um, with your different styles and stuff, obviously, like you have with your sister being key and keys big into like TikTok and stuff. Are you big into like the TikTok filmings? Or are you are you like I want to stick with like you're doing your casualties on YouTube? I know you shoot weddings and stuff like that. I know right. you, you shoot people. So, are you recording for people's TikToks too, or like how do you feel about all that? Um, I mean, TikTok is, I think it's great. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's good and bad. I think it has its pros and cons, but for me, I do see it as like an opportunity for a new platform. Exactly. New platform. Uh, I, I've used it for like the past couple months and I've definitely grown my YouTube channel quite a bit just by using TikTok. And I don't really think I could have gotten that on any other platform. Yeah. Um, so I think in that way, in that sense, it is a very beneficial app that I use and I like it. So. Yeah. No, it's, uh, how many, how many, how long do you think you spend on TikTok? Are you big, like on your phone person or, um, I wasn't until TikTok came yeah. out and then I, I mean, I wouldn't say that I spend a lot of time on mm-hmm. my phone in general, but since I got TikTok, I definitely have been were you, were you ever on Vine? No, no. You weren't around for Vine? No. It was magical. Really? Vine was magical. So because Vine was only seven seconds long. Right. And so you can, like with TikTok, some are a minute long, uh-huh. some are 15 seconds, some are right, 30 seconds. Right. So they vary. So spending two, three hours on TikTok, it adds up because if you watch 60 TikToks, mm-hmm. then you're, that's, a, that's a full hour yeah. already. But Vine being seven seconds, none of them ever went over seven. And I would spend two, three hours on Vine just get to a rabbit hole. Yeah, I was, I was, I don't know why, but I was just one of those people who didn't, like everyone was going for Vine whenever it was an app. Mm -hmm. And I was just one of those people who didn't want to follow the crowd. Like everyone has it, so why do I want to kind of thing? So I never never got into Vine, Mm -hmm. and that was sort of what it was like whenever TikTok came out. I was like, TikTok is stupid, and all you see is people like doing the Corvette, Corvette, you know? (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's crazy how that's changed a lot now because I've seen how much it can actually... Yeah, if you really, yeah, if you really like put the effort in i know for me like watch it like i think trying to figure out the algorithm right you know yeah. even like youtube and stuff like figuring out this algorithm of like how do i take something that i put so much effort into so much work into and you put it out and it gets like 100 views 200 views yeah no and then you see totally. something like i'm not to throw shade at them or stuff like that but stuff like i watch like a jake paul video yeah and I'm like, this stuff sucks. Yeah. Like, truthfully, it's not good. Yeah. Obviously, he's playing. He's pandering to a younger audience mm-hmm. before, but right. it's like it's like you can tell it's not good. So how how do I beat that algorithm? You know? Yeah, Did you ever face those struggles? Yeah, and then that's when uh, the kind of like the almost the bad side of TikTok mm-hmm. that I don't like, um, opposed to good side, is that obviously you can spend hours making. Uh, TikToks, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there are many people who feel the same way 
who have put a lot of effort um, into their TikTok videos and YouTube and Instagram videos. And then on the other hand, there are people who just like have no, they have no, no thought or anything. They put no effort into it and it just blows up. And I don't know, I guess I don't really get that. I don't, I, I try to understand it. I saw one where it was, um, I think a, a person was just like, oh, they, they open, um, a, like a food carton. Yeah. They see it and they go, I'm a fuck. And then it just cuts. And it's like 2 million views. And I'm just like, yeah, it's like, there's like, that's it. I mean, that was like Vine energy though. Yeah. But then. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I've seen worse. There's people who just point their camera at like oh, an egg, mm-hmm. and then it'll get like they're like this it. egg should get oh like the the Instagram one the world record egg. It's like just like <laughs> yeah, it. God yeah yeah. Social media is weird. It is weird. Well, I guess for you, I mean, being you just turned nineteen, so you're you you get to come up in all this, all this stuff. Ah, oh, God, I feel so old talking to you sometimes. Yeah. Like, but you get to come up. With opportunities like TikTok and right. you know your YouTube channel is already growing. It how many how many subs are you at? I hit one thousand uh, oh. just the other day, so I think I'm at one point three. Congratulations, Thank man! Thank you. Yeah, it's a milestone for me. But um, so you, so you're already you're nineteen with thousand subs. Obviously, for some people, if you compare it to like. Big YouTubers, obviously, like, oh, okay, but yeah. you have the opportunity with TikTok, with YouTube and stuff to keep growing your brand, right. and so I guess coming along the way, do you do you come across, like, people who, like, moocher people or anything like that? I've talked to Paul about this, too, with, with his brand of people who, like, they want to help, but they want to help so they can grow themselves, not so they can grow him. Does that make sense? Right. Like, I've had people who want to come do the podcast, and then... I ask them, like, oh, yeah, what are the things you want to talk about? And they're like, I just have some things I need to say. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you can go make an Instagram video and say it yeah. to them. Like, why do you need my platform to right. promote yourself? So have you come across people like that where it's like you don't you don't get the right vibe from them? Or are you still trying to, like, navigate through the, who um, those I people mean, are? I haven't actually met a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, there definitely have been a few people who I, like, don't even know. They're just strangers, and they, they hit me up, and they're like, Yo, can you share this video so your your audience can see? And to that, I just responded like, "No, I'm not." Yeah, I mean, oh, the light just went. Light just went. Light came I on. mean, you know, saying the not, right things here. I'm not trying to be like rude or anything, mm-hmm. but the way I see it is like, if you can't, um, if you can't just accept like the the films that you make and like the art that you create for yourself without having other people's um validation validation then like you're never gonna have that validation from anything Mm -hmm. you know like you have to you have to believe in your work for yourself before you can go to other people and say hey is this good or is it not good you know yeah um so that's that's what i told her but i mean okay it's it might come yeah. Might be it might might be out in that wheelhouse. Yes, yes. Um Yeah. I know you say you look up to like David Dobrik and stuff like that. Oh, and yes. I mean he has his vlog squad. Do you have a group of friends that's like these are my these are my people? Uh it's funny because I have 
I and if you're looking for a Jason Nash, I will be the old old okay. guy in your group. Sound, okay. That's, <laughs> that's perfect. Um, so it's actually really different than David Dobrik's vlog squad. Um, it's more like I have people from different cliques, mm-hmm. and I actually have different friend groups too, depending on like what I want to do. Sometimes I want to go smart, on actually. an adventure like a really crazy adventure, then I'll have um, a group of friends who are um, spontaneous and almost very daredevilish and yeah. crazy who are willing to get that cliff, content. Cliff, cliff diver get those type clips. people. Yes, exactly. And then on the other hand, I'll have people who are very mellow and um, they'll be good to talk to, mm-hmm. uh, make like a, uh, like a more meaningful video, you know, and I have those different groups of people, and that's, I think, how I find my balance in between all my videos. So I don't have, like, a big squad, but I had I just have, like, You got your people. Groups. You got your people to call on kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just feel like that's all you need. I know for me, that was the biggest struggle I would face is, mm-hmm. like, I would, have, I, would, I would have ideas that's, like, I need someone who's down to do this, this, and that with. Right. But my friend groups is more, like, the mellow type. Mm-hmm. And so we... Uh, we I'd pitch this idea, and everything would be moving and stuff. Like I had one for um, God, what was it? It was Jeopardy, mm-hmm. but how you played? Oh, no, Jeopardy. It was like Family Feud style. Yeah, it asked questions, and every time you got a question wrong, a plate would appear in front of you. Like a plate would be presented in front of you. And under each plate, there would be a good food and two really bad foods. I think it was mm-hmm. called um, it was like something with a quesadilla. Because <laughs> they were all, it was all quesadillas, and some right. had like squid oh, and like gosh. goat cheese in it. Some had some was just quesadilla, yeah. and some was I would burn a quesadilla, mm-hmm. and then I would put that quesadilla inside another quesadilla, yeah. <laughs> and I would burn that quesadilla, uh-huh. so double burnt quesadillas, right. and all this stuff. And then we ended up doing the video, and it sucked. Like it was so bad because they were so not willing to, yeah, you know. Yeah. Hey, you can always come hang out with me and my friends. They, they will do anything no, for the video. I'm not going to lie. Like I, <laughs> The more I get into social media and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and the more like I'm a huge David Dobrik fan too. Yeah. And at first I was like, maybe I'm like, like I know I'm not David, but I know I'm like, maybe I'm like a Zane or a Scotty. Yeah. And then the, <laughs> the more I hang out with people, I'm like, I'm Jason. I'm, yeah. I'm found out I'm Jason. I have to accept that I'm Jason <laughs> oh, okay. and move on from that. Because I mean- Doing the podcast with you and then doing the one with Damien and uh, Dylan. Yeah. Everyone's like not even 20. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting here. I'm just like, oh, well, might as well just have two kids and get divorced. Oh, God. That's okay, Jason. Date a, date a toxic person. Jason's like half the content in David's vlog. Jason, I, I'm not going to lie, I hated him at first. Really? He was so annoying. I was like, you're so old. And then I started watching his vlogs and uh-huh. I was just like, I want to style my vlogs off of you and yeah. that's when i realized i was getting old because it was so interesting it's tough it do you is. have a favorite vlog squad member uh david that's fair david that's fair he holds the camera i hold the camera see i see zane no zane was my favorite then it was heath i was i'm a big fan of heath's yeah. vlogs heath and mariah i would be like oh, oh. perfect <laughs> um also <laughs> for my for my uh 25 to 34 demographic which i know i have that we're <laughs> yeah. talking about people significantly younger than you yes, so <laughs> but you should look them up they're interesting people uh-huh. um 
God, it's so funny talking to you and then realizing that you're also Key's brother. You guys are nothing really? like at all. Really? I, I didn't even know that. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. She's so like, Key's like a, um, like a popcorn kernel, you yeah. know? And she's... Right. But you're like a, you're like a steak. You're just... A you're steak. Just, you know, you, you're just, you just chill. You're just Maybe chilling. a cucumber. Yeah, actually, Maybe a cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> that might be better. Um, do you have so? Have you had any big video ideas where you're like, like this will take a lot of effort or stuff like that, and like put the wheels in motion to do that, and it fell through? Or do you have any like big ideas that you'd want to accomplish, even like twenty twenty one? Oh gosh, um, I've. I've had a lot, but some of them just go in my head and out the other end mm-hmm. of my ear. But um, I want I did want to do. I don't know if you've seen like uh, like any of the Red Bull commercials seen where these people are doing like crazy stuff. Yeah, and uh, they make a lot of the videos into like commercials and stuff. But I thought it would be really dope to make like. Uh, kind of like a video like that, but with all different people with different types of talents. And I was thinking it could range from like snowboarding to like motocross to dancing to um, all these crazy talents, you know, and to make that video would be pretty sick. That would be pretty, Next pretty level. sick. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any, um, is that, is that your big goal for 20, is that your big oh. goal for 2021 or? No, not at all. That's really. just like a minor one. That's just uh, like if this happens this year. That's dope. a project that mm-hmm. I would like to do, and I'm sure I'll do it in the future at some point. But um, my main goal is probably to make more videos mm-hmm. and travel because film. I love filmmaking. It's like my thing, you know. But at the end of the day, if there's one thing that I want to do before I die, it's to travel. Yeah. And I think film is kind of just like, I think I could use film use that to budget too. my uh, travels. Um, so if I could find a way to make videos and get money off of that or give me uh, the ability to travel, mm-hmm. then that will be my ultimate dream goal. Do you have any like big... like? Like three top spots you want to go to. If I gave you the money, like Ooh, you can take three gosh. trips right now. Now here's the money. Everything's paid for. Everything's good. Where are you going? Okay, so if that's the case, I would want to go to Iceland. Okay. Um, I think my mom went there. It's beautiful. Yes. It's beautiful. I want to go to Iceland really bad and drive across those black mountains. And mm-hmm. then I want to go to Thailand because I heard it's super cheap there. Yeah. And a little dangerous. Yeah. But is, I mean probably, but um I mean I think it looks super beautiful. Mm-hmm. And my last one, gosh, I didn't I didn't think about this. Um there's one place you haven't said. I'm not gonna say it. I want you to say your third place. There's one place if you don't say it, I'm gonna be like, damn, I'm missing out. Okay. Uh oh, oh my gosh, I almost forgot. Okay. Uh I wanna go to uh Berlin where World okay, War Two or one? I don't. I'm not. Two. Two. World War Two happened. I want to visit like the Western Front, mm-hmm. and I also want to go to. Um, sorry, I'm gonna name a fourth place. Uh, 
Auschwitz. I was going to say, if you're in Berlin if for that purpose, um, that's a tough place to see. I, I, I watched a video on the museum, uh-huh. and I remember, like, you get that pit in your like yeah. in your throat. Yeah. You're like, dude, it was, it's, there's a, there's a room that's, like, the size of my door, mm-hmm. and it's filled with just, like, um, I think it was, like, wedding rings. Oh, my gosh. Just filled up, like, halfway, and you're like god or like shoes yeah. and stuff like that yeah it's it's crazy but at the same time it's like that's history you yeah know? and uh i i just think that would be super mind opening eye-opening um you say tokyo japan to- tokyo not not big i mean yeah i guess so it's, it's very expensive right yeah, no, it's very it is like very way pricey. more expensive. Yeah, a little little high in the budget, but I mean it. That's yeah, that's like so. I think good. one place I would love to go to, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, have, I had another thing I was gonna ask. Oh, so when it comes to like, for people who, obviously, like some people see youtube as just like oh it's a side thing you like like right. a hobby right. or like something that's kind of like, for a lot of the older people see it's kind of meaningless like mm-hmm. stupid like a stupid little trait yeah. to have but for me like i've been in i've been loving so like visual media and digital right. media since i was like a eighth grade mm-hmm. you know uh i was doing youtube stuff when i was in sixth grade yeah. you know so it's like all this stuff like it's so intriguing because it's not just about like the product but the process yeah totally and Older people don't see it. Mm-hmm. They also don't see the strain of it. Because I think YouTube's hard to do <laughs> because it takes so much out of you. Mm-hmm. I, I remember there was one day I spent, let's see, I I went to um, Oregon mm-hmm. on a Dutch trip. I vlogged yeah. the whole thing. And I ended up editing two vlogs when I got back. We left right. at 4 in the morning, got back at 10.30. I went to bed at 4 after editing uh, like two vlogs yeah. nonstop. Yeah. And the mental strain, the the strain it gives on you is so intense. I, yeah. I I can compare it to like the stress of like a job, like a nine to five. No, it's a lot of work. So for you, like, have, when it comes to like the like the mental aspect of it, have you found faced any struggles? I guess mentally or anything like that, going through the process of filming a video, you like stuff like that, maybe losing files, anything like that. Mm. Oh man, yeah, I've lost quite a bit of files over the years but i've uh i've learned and um that hasn't happened in a while so mm. that's good but other than that i do think that i have and i still do have some struggles uh especially with creating and as much as i love it because i don't really think of it as like a job or like a work mm-hmm. you know uh so i love doing it um but there are some times and especially with like social media it's super easy for me to like start doubting myself yeah because you see all these people with like millions of followers and it's kind of like it kind of uninspires me you know Mm -hmm. and it's just easy in that sense to want to give up and I guess what's been keeping me going is just taking a step back and realizing why I'm doing this, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not so I can... Because the whole reason why I started posting YouTube videos was not because I necessarily wanted to (coughs) um, show people my videos. 
it was mainly just to have them there just in case anything happened. Yeah. And I could look back on them, you know? So they were, in a way, mainly for me. And sometimes I lost sight of that, and I I forgot, like, that I'm making these videos for me and not, like, these people who are watching Mm -hmm. them. And I think it is good for, uh, like, I think it is good to have an audience, but I don't want to, like, get misdirected by uh, what they want to see versus what I want to create, Mm -hmm. you know? And I guess that we all struggle with that, but um, that's something that I've been overcoming. Yeah. And I think that a lot of other people also overcome it, too. Yeah, it's a big thing to even recognize because you see... God, like I would think of the prank, the prank videos that you right. see people do, where you realize they're just doing it for like others. Like it, it's so bad, but they keep doing it because people buy into exactly. it and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's kind of just like a waste of talent mm-hmm. for some people too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if you just keep. If you just stick to what you love doing and like mm-hmm. what you love creating, then you're gonna obviously attract the right audience. Yeah. Who loves your your actual work, you know? Like not the work that you are making for other people. They're actually gonna love like what you're creating. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like if you do your own thing, then you'll you'll attract the right people. Yeah. Have you ever had someone come up to you and it's like, Keone, like I see the vision of this one. And it's like a video maybe doesn't have a lot of views, but they're like, I see the vision you're going behind that. And like, has that ever, because register with you, people like talk, got comment in your videos, like do those register less of like, I'm doing the right thing or more of like, I'm happy that someone finds value in this. Like, like you, does that make sense? The question yeah, I'm asking. Yeah. I mean, I think that it is. And I think that's like the really great thing about being like a small creator is you have a really small fan base and I think that that's something that a lot of people don't recognize. Like, they don't realize that that in its in itself is actually, like, almost a good thing. Mm-hmm. Because you learn to appreciate, like, the words that people have to say. And, you know, sometimes, like, being uh, unknown, there's only going to be, like, a few people who are going to, like, comment on your stuff and, like, mm-hmm. compliment you. And... Um, I've just, it's just, um, I appreciate it a lot, you know. It really uh, keeps me going. <laughs> so let's say, let's fast forward Yes. three years from now. Uh-huh. Where Where is Keone at now? Ooh, three years? Like, if you could say, like, this is where I want to be. Uh, somewhere in Iceland, maybe. <laughs> Making videos. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to have figured out how to make videos for myself. Mm-hmm. and sustain like a sustain all my finances and be able to travel off just my filming and stuff yeah nice nice so uh obviously now people hire like people will ask you those to shoot with you and they'll like hire they'll hire you yes yeah? yes how did it feel the first job you got? It was like, hey, like, can you come shoot this for me? I'll do this, this and that. Oh How was gosh. that feeling for that, you? I still remember it to this day. My first my first event was like a high school festival. Mm-hmm. They call it the Nessian Festival because it was like uh, like a Hawaiian festival. Yeah. And uh, they paid me $60 to film a whole day. And <laughs> at that time, I was... Geeked. I like was I'm... crazy excited because... 
the amount of gigs that I did for free before that, I must have done at least like 20 events for free yeah, just to get really. my name out there, you know? So that feeling of being compensated mm-hmm. for your work, it's it was just, it was amazing. The best feeling ever. Yeah. God, when I think about all the videos I film people for free, is insane. I did a full football documentary. Yeah. Interviews, everything. School used it. And then I sat there, I was like, God. That was a lot I'm, of work that, for free. Dude, it was four months worth of work. Because oh, you got to think, so I'm recording in the off season. I'm recording practice. Right, I'm right. recording games. Yeah. Then season ends. Now I'm recording interviews where I'm playing back the game audio so they could tell me about each play. Yeah. I was just like, but it was like those moments, like when I started being less of a on-screen talent mm-hmm. and then behind-the-scenes talent. Right. Because I re- I didn't realize how much behind-the-scenes I love more because I'm yeah. creating it. Mm-hmm. Whereas opposed to if I'm in front of the screen, like I'm I'm in it, but I'm right. not. Emotions aren't going, you know. Yeah, yeah, and that's one thing I don't know how to act whenever I'm on camera. Like I can <laughs> I can uh, direct people. I'll, I'll tell you, hey, do this and do that. But whenever I'm in front of camera, I just I freeze up. Yeah, I enjoy being audio only when you when you watch my vlogs. So you just hear my <laughs> yeah. voice, but you don't see me who I am. Yeah, yeah. God, it gets it gets it gets crazy. So now now you're in a place where. Um, like, do you tell people how much you charge or anything like that? Do you have, like, your own pricing and system and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. If they're interested in my service, I'll give them, like, a quote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys hit them up. You guys are listening to this. Oh, yes. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, we'll link his stuff on an Instagram post and then in the in the description. Right. Um, so now when it comes to, I guess, your, like, do you ever realize that, like, maybe filming is getting involved with, like, your personal life or you found a way to balance between the two of them? Putting on enough content at the same time, spending up time with maybe your family or, like, some kind of other stuff like that. Yeah. Whenever I was in school, it was definitely uh, a challenge because I'm not the best at time management. Um, but I usually dedicated, like, a day to school work, a day to filming, a day of just like hanging out with friends and family. Now mm-hmm. that I'm done with school, it's kind of like I have a lot more free time, but still there's not a day that goes by where I don't do something that involves film. Like yeah. I'm constantly either I'm like writing scripts, I'm thinking of new ideas, I'm editing or I'm filming and I'm doing at least one of those things every day. And to me it's not really like a bad thing because I I genuinely love the process of, like, making videos. Um, So it hasn't really bothered me, but I would say that it has integrated itself Mm -hmm. into my life. When you say, like, writing scripts, are you... Have you started writing a screenplay for, like, a movie or anything like that, or...? Oh, gosh, no. So I just write in my journal, Mm -hmm. and I write all the ideas that I have. And usually, most of my journal entries will turn into like a like a script like kind of like a voiceover I don't know if you've seen my videos but I I like to put like a voiceover over my videos and have a message and um yeah so it's it's just a journal entry Mm -hmm. not really like anything you ever ever thought about dabbling in that oh blockbuster movies are (laughs) that's a lot of work yeah making the next uh God, oh my God! I had it. I yeah. had it. What is the one that said? R, R, I love you's okay. 
What is that movie called? You know where they both... You know what I'm talking about? No. It was a big movie. It was a huge movie. They said... This, oh, my God. Hang on. You have I have to look it up. I do. I do. I genuinely do. Our... <laughs> Our, our I love you is okay. Because they would say, they would be like, okay. And be like, okay. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that movie before. Oh my god. I feel like I'm completely destroying this scene. It's okay. How that guy ain't. Uh... Oh my god. I don't know. Yeah, no. Oh, uh, we're gonna have to move on from this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember it. Yeah. The girl has, the guy has, can, the girl has cancer, and the guy. Oh, the fault in our stars. Fault in our stars. Oh, yes. Oh my god. Almost. Yeah. Fault in our stars. Yeah. Right. The next one of the, uh, the moments passed. Yeah. The moments yeah, 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 yeah. No, because I tried. So I tried doing a screenplay. Yeah. And it is. One of the most frustrating, trying right. moments of creation. Yeah. Um, because, God, you have these moments where it's like, that. that's in the moment where it's like, I need someone to read over this and tell me right. what they think about it. Right. And I remember um, I was big into, I was I was a very big influence, like influence in like the church world and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so I wrote this, I wrote this screenplay basically about like, have you ever seen this cheesy like, Movies like Hallmark movies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, totally. So, the Christian movies way cheesier. It's always yeah. it's always not that realistic when it comes to like an interaction or moment they'd have. So I wrote a rated R Christian movie. Oh, okay. It's very that confusing. Is, yeah. Um, but it basically was talking about like the struggle. It was it was it was literally euphoria, but with a Christian undertone to it. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading it. <laughs> to my uh one of my pastors yeah and then just going like don't ever make this movie and i was just like <laughs> oh, i was like why not and i was like this is real this is like this this is stuff that happens yeah and i know because it was it was it was my story but told differently mm-hmm. and i remember sitting there like god like maybe i shouldn't do movies and hearing that criticism back like we read right. criticism back on like a video yeah. and you're just yeah. like dude like that's not what i wanted to hear yeah. and that kind of thing yeah i mean the only thing is it did you end up making the movie i, n- I didn't Ugh. didn't have it i, I have it just sitting i would have half finished to see that it's it's intense it's intense i can tell you the screen i remember the i remember the opening scene and how intense it is <laughs> it was it literally sets the tone for the whole movie Oh man, yeah. I mean, screenplays—that's it is a lot level. of work. And then if you want to make like an actual film, most of the time you're gonna need like an actor, an actress, mm-hmm. and you have to do all this. And at that point, it kind of turns into like a way bigger thing than just like making a casual, video. yeah. And that's why I guess I, I like to stick to like, uh, s- not smaller films, but more, uh just films that I like to make myself, mm-hmm. you know? Um, you should, because um, obviously like cin- more cinematic stuff, there's a, yes. a vlog group I watched, like a YouTube group called Sugar Pine 7, mm-hmm. and literally they do vlogs. It's all cinematic, so it's all voiced over. Yeah. And then um, it's scripted. It's scripted but real. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so like 
don't know. It was honestly some of the most entertaining stuff I would watch. I watched them mm-hmm. up until they got uh, they were with. Do you know who Rooster Teeth is? No. So Rooster Teeth, for me growing up, big big gaming um, YouTube mm-hmm. entity. Uh, still kind of big now. They're kind of falling off. Um, but they were hired under them. And they got fired. Mm-hmm. But Rooster Teeth owned the rights to their name. Okay. So when they got fired, they wouldn't. They can't make money off of their videos anymore because yeah. they signed a contract. Wow. And so they ended up just disbanding the whole group. They still do like a podcast, but mm-hmm. they don't make videos anymore. But the the style they did, I feel like, would be a lot more keen to what you're saying. How you how you like shooting your videos and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I will check it out. Yeah, they're nice. They're nice. Um, truthfully, what do you think of Kiana's TikToks? We haven't talked about them, but Kiana's TikTok. See that—that's what I'm talking about. She's like one of those people who just <laughs> flip a light switch, uh, put some makeup on my <laughs> face, and she got like a million views. Hey, I mean, what can you do, right? What, <laughs> what can you do? It... <laughs> do you do you think if she put full effort into TikTok, she'd be like a like up there? Oh heck yeah. I think if she put some thought into it, maybe even ask, hey, Keone, you want to borrow some of my film equipment? Mm-hmm. Then, or, hey, Keone, do you want, can I use your film equipment? And she just maybe used my camera. I think that would be really dope. I think she'd make some pretty I think she cool can, content. Yeah, I think she could. She's so interesting. Yeah. You, you're as a whole, you guys, first of all, here's a whole family. Coolest family I know. <laughs> One of the coolest families I know. I got to say that. Family let me live with them for a little while. Listen to this too. Um, one's coolest. One of the coolest families I know. Um, have you ever? I guess looking at the scope of things, do you think with you and Key, like one of those nine to five jobs is ever going to be a thing, or it's like, like for you, like no, I'm like I'm I'm going to be a filmmaker kind of thing. Or- okay, so I uh, I actually made a promise to myself uh, a long time ago. Um, I, I, my goal is to not ever work like a nine to five, Mm -hmm. um, because I heard this quote or a phrase by someone and it was like, why work for someone else's dream when you can work on yours? Ooh. And to me that kind of, that kind of resonated with me, you know, it's like, why am I going to sit here and work and build someone else's dream? Mm-hmm. Like if I were to work at McDonald's, I'm building their dream. I'm making them money. You know, why don't I just put that effort and work into something for me that I want and that I could leave a legacy of, you yeah. know? Um, so a nine to five, I just, I don't think I'll ever get one. I don't, I'm not that good with They're uh, crippling. commitment either. They suck. So. They honestly... Some of the worst experiences I've had in my entire life. Yeah. Working a nine to five. Yeah, I worked at a bank. Oh gosh. Like bank. doing YouTubing, trying to do YouTube and bank. Awful. I I would don't recommend it for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I I actually there was a moment uh, whenever I was super lonely during quarantine. I was like, should I get a job scooping ice cream and i just i thought that would be fun but mm-hmm. then i i just said no i don't i don't think i could because well, i see a tiktoker who he got famous making cakes at cold stone really million views each video 
he's just making a cake. Interesting. Stuff. Another guy makes, uh, he made ice cream at Dairy Queen. Everyone wants to know how they make the ice cream. That's and they why. also film like okay, they film. I don't know if it's if they have an attachment <laughs> on, but the way they film their videos, it's like it's it's like they're holding it in yeah. their mouth and doing everything with their. It's, <laughs> It's nuts. I tried filming it. It's not. It's not easy. You have to have someone either around you like this, like around yeah. your face. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst uh, experience in my life. Oh my gosh. Um. Oh god. Oh. Come on now. If you had to say one thing to future Keone, say five years from now, what is one thing? Some advice you'd give to him, or some things you'd want to say. Um. Some advice. Wow, you know what's crazy? I was actually thinking of making like a video to my future self the mm-hmm. other day, but I never made it because I got distracted. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, five years from today, um, advice to Keone. Let's see. I would say don't take everything so serious because uh, it'll probably be okay in the end. So just go wherever the road, the wind takes you. Nice. Hey, the wind takes you. that's some deep, that's some nice stuff. Yeah. Take, go, go where y'all need to go. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, listen to the next episode for all the shout outs we're doing. I just want to say, oh, let me turn this, turn the effect off. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. This is dope. This is a nice little, this is a nice little conversation. Of course. And if you ever need a Jason Nash. Totally. I'm always here. You could, I mean, I probably probably need a lot more duct tape near the tummy region if you want to duct tape me to a wall. <laughs> For oh, the older people, that was a funny. David Dobrik reference. Oh, yeah. Um, you want to plug your stuff, though, where people could find you, contact you, stuff like that? Yes. Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Keone Films and YouTube, Keone Films. Can you spell Keone for him? This is going to be tough. Keone with a K. E-O with the slash in the middle. I don't know what that's called. N-I-F-I-L-M-S. <laughs> All my socials. Ladies uh, and gentlemen. Thank <laughs> thanks for being here. Thank you, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoy it. enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> stay dope. Stay amazing. Catch you guys on the next one. Enjoy the special guest we have coming at you this week. Yay. Bye. Yeet.